Hello and welcome back to another audio exclusive WTF1 podcast. My name is Katie and I'm joined by Tommy and this is our first podcast together, Tommy, since you've had the baby. So congratulations, but I'm also (laughs) buzzing. Yeah, The baby does have a name, baby Grace. Um, But yeah, I'm buzzing to be recording another podcast with you because it's been forever. It has. And you uh, were living the life in Monaco at Formula E the week after I got back. So we're not really Hard spoken life. for about three weeks. I know the 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 life that the WTF on author lives, eh? Yes. I've been well, looking after was... a crying baby while you've been on a yacht in Monaco sipping champagne. Somebody's got to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, well, that's a perfect segue into our first topic, Tommy. Because speaking as of said, marinas, speaking of yachts and marinas. Let's talk about Miami because it is Miami race week. There's a lot of hype, a lot of excitement. I'm seeing all these events going into Miami. I'm really, I'm going to be honest, getting a little bit FOMO, but it's okay. Um, but yes, we have a marina, a harbor in Miami in the middle of the circuit, but it's just fake. It's just one big sticker. And you posted <laughs> about it on social and people were saying, this is the most WTF one thing I have ever seen. And I would be inclined to agree. Like, WTF this is crazy it is it's hilarious one reply actually when I put the initial picture up because uh, there's been a couple of people flying drones over and so you've got to kind of see the build process and pictures always get leaked don't they of it so the the picture that I'm sure everyone's seen by now is the wooden platform with all the boats on and then just one strip of essentially like fake water but someone replied to the post and was like oh they do this in swimming pools that they put that underneath so it kind of creates that water effect so when you put the water on top so I so I was there like oh okay maybe they are putting water in but no they're just not that that is actually I don't think so that from the sound of it and because it made me question it but no that is just um yes a fake marina it's most one of the most bizarre things I've seen I think it was Maybe I want to say Baku, where yeah, they I know put scaffolding say. where yes. it had pictures of buildings to make it look. And actually, Monaco, um, when they had the scaffolding up, they put a fake sea picture. Yeah, um, just going so, into the tunnel. It's still there. Yes. I can say from experience, it's still oh, there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one takes the cake. Um, it's hilarious. I saw. Um, I think it was Will Buxton did a tweet saying like, oh, there's outrage over it. Personally, I don't think, I speaking as myself and from what I've seen on Twitter, it's not outrage. I think it's just people finding it absolutely hilarious and ridiculous. Don't know about you. I'm not annoyed by it. It's just really funny. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not harming anyone, is it? By putting a big old sticker down on the floor. Um, but yeah, I guess it's kind of just perfectly summarizes the vibe that we have going into Miami. I mean, I've spoken to people who will be working in events there and they've said like, oh my goodness, I have never seen a guest list so big of just all of these celebrities. Like it it sounds as if, I know this isn't going to happen, but it almost feels as if there's going to be more celebrities there than actual fans. 100% social media influencer Grand Prix. 
calling yeah. it now. <laughs> Official hashtag for the weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is um, kind of just perfectly summarizes all of that. And we've had um, Craig Slater this morning on Sky Sports <laughs> News having a, doing the backstroke on the fake water, which was pretty amusing. But yeah, it's uh, some people are really like that. I have seen people that are genuinely angered by it. And although I can see why people are, you know, annoyed at the idea that maybe F1's kind of sold its soul um, and it's only caring about the entertainment and the aesthetic look rather than the actual racing on track. Like we could have all these fake harbors and all this kind of stuff and the racing could be crap, but um, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, like you said, Tommy, it's not the first time that F1 has maybe um, covered things up and made it look better than it is where we're racing um this one is just maybe a bit more high profile than the so funny i mean the memes like you say it's just perfect for us because the memes have been absolutely hilarious like the uh shout out to matt amos who i think has probably done my favorite one which is the the very famous video of the guy jumping into a um that ice pool very famous video from years ago like it's just one of the really early viral videos and he's like um put it in after effects so he jumps in and slams into the the fake marina and I've seen a lot of people saying as well that we need to like I don't know if he would be free I guess there's no Formula E on but they need to get Antonio Giovinazzi to walk over the water because that would just be perfect he might be there (laughs) because he is the Ferrari reserve driver if the Ferrari admin does not get a picture of Antonio Giovinazzi walking on the water they have failed at their job and I'm saying it now. <laughs> we'll deduct. Do they even have any social media team championship points? If they yeah, do, yeah, they're, they're smashing it this year. I think they've got true. quite a lot. So, yeah, we will deduct points if you don't do it because I'm sure the social media admin of Ferrari listens to this audio exclusive podcast. A hundred percent. I mean, if the Australian Grand Prix is listening to it, then you know anyone could be listening to this which is why we need to be careful because we sometimes on this one can go into little mini rants and uh thinking that not as many people listen but we know you're here and we're very grateful for you um so what are your thoughts on the circuit generally because as you say there's kind of been drone shots that have been flown about and it looks as if the circuit's still being constructed which I do also feel there's a little bit of double standards here because we have had circuits in even recent months, Saudi last year was still being constructed in the same week as race week. And there was like criticism everywhere and saying, you know, this is so unsuitable. F1 shouldn't be racing in places where finishing touches are still being done, but we're literally seeing it in Miami and I don't see as nearly as much uproar at all. Um, But what are your thoughts of the, off the track of the circuit do you think it's going to provide good racing or do you think there's going to be too much hype and it's going to be a bit of a bore i guess the finishing touches for miami are things like the the beach yeah the (laughs) fake harbor and the beach volleyball thing or whatever it is uh, as opposed to saudi where it was i think actually being constructed um i'll reserve judgment on the track because it's hard to judge um and I think at the end of the day, some tracks produce good racing. Sometimes they don't. I mean, even Spa is, for me, is the best circuit in the entire world. And this is a controversial opinion that I'll crack in early with, but I can't nice. remember the last good race at Spa. Um, so, you know, we've, we've, we've had races Definitely there where... It wasn't 2021, that's <clears> for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So 
um, you know, you can have really good circuits and not produce races. Sometimes you just get a bit of look at the draw, like look at Imola, like sometimes it's um, been boring, sometimes it's been good. Like it, it just is what it is. I mean, if I had to judge the circuit, the thing that concerns me is the, the beach. Uh, there's a turn that goes around the beach and it, it looks scarily sochi like for me with a mm. with a big um you know where you almost do a 180 fast hairpin around and those kind of corners never really help with overtaking but we'll see um it looks like a decent enough track it looks like um if anyone's ever played like i can't think of one offhand but you know when games don't have the licenses for uh circuits and they have to like make it up with a bit of creative license it kind of looks like yeah like interlagos on wish i guess um if you look at the actual circuit map amazing you can probably hear my keyboard going in the background um but yeah no i can i can see that i love that i put miami circuit f1 in and it's like a few pictures of the circuit and then it's like the beach club within the circuit like yeah. rather than the actual track layout itself Mamma Mia, it's going to be an interesting one. But yeah, I mean, like, look at Baku. I think Baku is a perfect example. When it first hosted the European Grand Prix, it was a snooze fest. It was so boring. And similar kind of thing, I guess, with, yeah, the fact that we had scaffolding up with all these fake buildings over it and everyone was like, mm, I'm not sure this is really quite it. And then as soon as it Arnish. kind of dropped the European <laughs> Grand Prix title and became the um, Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Yeah, absolute carnage. It was a banger. One of my favorite races on the calendar. So it's gone from probably the most hated circuit on the calendar <laughs> to one that people genuinely really, really love now. And it yeah. that just shows that a good race can change people's perception of what a good track is or not. It's very true. Well, we don't Unless have to wait it's long. Paul Ricard. Yeah, and then it's just in the <laughs> bin every time. Sorry, Paul Ricard, but you need to go. Um, so, yeah, that's the Miami talk that we've had at the moment. Um, I'm really wishing I put something like fake harbour in my predictions because it kind of almost seemed inevitable. Because I was having this conversation yesterday with someone to say, like, to actually build the harbour. I mean, I'm no fit, like, I'm not an architect. I don't really get physics, but like, if you have to build a harbour, <laughs> well, like, is it physics? It's like, um, you, the eureka moment yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. where you put if you put, build a, a harbor a moat not a moat what's it called um <laughs> you mean by trying to get like a water source to it basically yeah and then putting it. the boats in and it's going to all displace the water and it's going to be absolute chaos because you can put yachts in the sea because there's a lot of sea but if you put it in like a little pool and loads of yachts then the water's just going to go everywhere unless you put people, the yachts in first and put that people up. noticed didn't they from the actual pictures that they released that the the top down where they released the renders you looked at it and there were uh, i think a lot of people went there are boats in that harbor but there's no like canal or yeah no lake or anything it. like how do they get there and then obviously this has been the solution because one of the things as well i'd almost forgotten about it, someone until someone posted it that initially they were going to do the miami race by the harbor and it didn't mm. happen, didn't it? Um, because that was that crazy circuit where it went all the way along that bridge and yes. then went back round and all the way along the bridge again. And it looked kind of ridiculous. Um, that was a crazy circuit layout. Uh, but yeah, didn't end up doing that. And we ended up in the car park, not a car park. 
hashtag car park not a car park well we'll wait and see and I'm sure we'll do some content over the weekend talking about what we think about Miami yeah um, best race ever if it's a good uh, best second in the world <laughs> if it's a good race and worst second in the world if it's a bad race because we are as F1 fans we just that's the way we are <laughs> We're on one, one side of the scales or the other. We're never very balanced. Um, now, let's talk about some news, which, I'll be honest, has kind of been rumoured for what feels like a lifetime. Um, we were kind of doing articles on this back in October last year, and that was the talk that Porsche and Audi could join Formula One in the future. And like I say, this is there's always rumours going around but there's actually been probably the biggest hint yet that this is actually going to happen, which is rather exciting. Um, so Volkswagen CEO Herbert Dies, great name, said that the Volkswagen group have given Porsche and Audi their blessing to join Formula One from 2026. <laughs> blessing? Is that the phrase he used? <laughs> or is that just what you've used? <laughs> That's what I've used. All right, their blessing. I give you your blessing. I just imagine him like the Pope. Like, yeah. Uh, the Please. the manager of Porsche and Audi, and he like walks down and he blesses them both and says, "You may join Formula One." It's a nice bit of petrol to be like, "I give you my blessing." <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle them with that. Um, but yeah, the the idea is that Audi could go to McLaren, and Porsche could go to Red Bull for a bit more of a long term partnership. That's a suggestion. Obviously, nothing has been confirmed yet, and you'll probably find we'll be waiting a few months more to get something in writing, an official statement, that kind of thing. But this is rather exciting. I'm once again like all four big names being drawn into F1. It only kind of strengthens strengthens it. And with Honda leaving last year as well, um, I think F1 is in need of a few more recognizable names in the sport. Do you agree, or do you think we're doing it right at the time? No, I think we're going to have to do an opinion piece on the website because we've got <gasps> very different views there. Uh, maybe we'll do another podcast just about this. I, um, yeah controversially i only really other than ferrari i don't manufacturers have never really interested me that much in motorsport um in formula one in particular i think this is probably because i grew up in an era where uh, the top teams were williams uh, you know jordan benetton like these independent teams you know even mclaren weren't really a road car business back then um and there is this obsession of like oh we really need uh manufacturers in and it would be cool uh, not gonna lie i i wish it was more teams is what my biggest disappointment is i want more teams on the grid i don't want them to just you know if porsche come in and it's just a sticker on the side of a red bull yeah. meh <laughs> like i'm <laughs> not i'm not yeah like okay that's kind of cool that Porsche are back in F1 but at the end of the day it's just a sticker on the Red Bull so yeah um I'd rather them come in with their own team and something but I just there's just not the facilities to do that anymore people just take over F1 teams don't they yeah this is true oh I mean now you're yeah you don't need to change your opinion (laughs) but no it's a valid it's a really good point um because yeah with more teams than yeah, I think more cars on the grid can only be, well, maybe not can only be, but is a good thing. And then the opportunity to bring more talent in as well. 
And it is crazy to think like the last new team that we had was Haas. And although they've had some absolutely shocking years and probably everyone, if you were watching F1 last year and you were like, this team at the back, they're the ones that have most recently joined F1 and they joined like five, six years ago and that look how bad they're doing. People are going to go, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll do something else. Or like, we'll just, like you say, make a partnership with another team, get a sticker on the side of the car. But perhaps maybe with how KMAG's getting on and how Hass are getting on, might encourage a few more people to actually want to start a new team. I know that another name that keeps being floated around every other week is Andretti and the possibility that they could bring in a new team. So it's good to have that talk there. But I mean, as someone that's watched and covered F1 for quite a long time, there are these moments where names kind of just come and get associated, get a good, bit of good press. Conveniently, sometimes um, when they're maybe trying to cover something else up within the business and they sort of like float their names elsewhere. So everyone's just talking about, you know, this manufacturer could join F1. Oh my goodness, it's so exciting. Um, and then kind of not really speak much more of it and it sort of fizzles out. So it's like Aston we'll Martin, right? See. It's like, Mm. that was quite cool they came back um but they you know branded the team and stuff even still i kind of miss racing point but um yeah the if it is just going to be a sticker on the side of the car then it's a lot less exciting than you know having a porsche works team but you could argue it's just not really a viable option anymore it doesn't really make sense you know to put in millions and millions and build factories and all this kind of stuff it's just so much easier to make uh, take over a team really which is a shame yeah. because i grew up in an era where teams came and went and stuff but now like you say house are the only ones yeah it's crazy to think of that and like i really hope we do get another team sort of start from scratch and join again and maybe with the success of formula one um it might be more enticing than in recent years but it would have been the yeah. last team before house new and put you on the spot there somebody like um no because Ma- like manor and marisha they were uh, yeah they, were they i guess new? they yeah they were new and then they left which kind of <laughs> everything you need like kate they they made a big thing didn't they and they got hrt manor and caterham they were obviously mm. virgin racing at the time and they just died within two or three years and were just absolutely awful um yeah. But in terms of like a team that is still here. Because even uh, like yeah. someone, I want to say Red Bull that was Stuart they, in like 97, they... which is ages ago. Yeah, because it was Stuart Jag and then Red, Red Bull, Bull, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then everyone else has just taken over teams, you know, like Alpha Tarrant. Like all these new teams, new teams in inverted commas. I'm sure people have seen the video and people that are maybe newer fans that don't know. I mean, you know, even Mercedes, they took yeah. over. They took over championship winning Braun team in two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. Who then who took were over Honda, Honda. <laughs> yeah. makes, and then they're competing against Honda. It's very bizarre, but um, it's a bit yeah. like hand me downs with like baby clothes. Yeah, you start off with one <laughs> relatable. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Hashtag relatable content. But yeah, you'll start off with something new, and then it'll just be passed down the generations. Um, but yeah, we'll see because this could also still just be chatter and Herman Deese wanting to get the 
you know, the price of the Volkswagen shares up and being like, yeah, we might join F1. And then like, once again, it they've could been saying out. it for years and years and years. This, this rumor does sound genuine and quite strong and true, but um, Audi to F1 has just been a thing since time Dawn began. Of time. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, well, let's go on to another topic then, because as well as um, Porsche and Audi possibly joining from 2026 and that sort of being discussed, there's also talk of a change to the qualifying format. Now, before alarm bells ring and people start to think, oh, my goodness, they're not going to go back to the 2016 Australian Grand Prix format. That was a disaster. It's not quite a dramatic change as that, which is a relief, but it could still have quite a big impact because for two races next year, they're going to try it in just two. Um, F1 are going to make sure that you have tyres used, like tyre allocations for different sessions. So, for example, in Q1, you have to use the hard tyre. Q2, you have to use mediums. And uh, for Q3, you have to use softs, which will hopefully create a reduction in the amount of tyres that teams and Pirelli bring to races. Um, but, I mean, it's certainly going to provide us with something a little bit different because normally with qualifying well I suppose it won't be too different for Q3 but certainly for the rest of the session it's going to be quite an interesting uh, play for the the drivers having to use like the hards for example in Q1. Yeah this one's a bit of a weird one because I look at it on paper and go oh that's an interesting way to mix up the grid and then the rubbish cars are probably going to go out anyway in q1 uh, on the hard tire so you know that's normally reserved for like the two williams or whatever and uh whatever but then the media the medium tire almost i guess it goes back to when people tried to get through on the medium but they'll all be on the same tire Mm, i don't know um i i know everyone should everyone loves to have a really strong opinion on everything but I do not. That's why we have this. our podcast. <laughs> yeah. But on this one, I'm just like, okay, try it. Crack on, babes. It. Crack you on. You. you do you. I'd much rather, you know, if they want to use all the tires, make the hard, medium, and soft thing part of the race where you have to use all three. But then again, um, they're not going to do that. So, um, yeah, I-, I can't see this mixing up the grid that much personally if that's what they're going for. But I guess it is more from a sustainability point of view i'm guessing where they don't want people just binning off tires and them not getting used because they obviously chuck them away don't they well they they do stuff with them but essentially like back the, to their factory in oxfordshire yeah, i think and like yeah. melt them down and recycle them and all this yeah, good stuff yeah. but um yeah it's one of those things i like it's good i guess that formula one are trying to be more sustainable and think of their environmental footstep or whatever the phrase is um but the reality is there's probably a lot more that f1 could be doing like having a calendar that actually makes sense logistically um rather carbon, than going carbon We're footprint was the thing you're looking for by the way thank you <laughs> did i say environmental <laughs> footprint <laughs> yeah not another one. Oh, i'm so bad with my like mishandling of sayings it's actually <laughs> i just go with it now i don't care um But yeah, rather than saying we're going to save, you know, four tyres per car with this new qualifying format. Oh, reminding of a a meeting. (laughs) That's the uh, Pirelli texting me like, babes, be quiet. (laughs) This is going to work. But yeah, I think there's more things that could be done um, than just 
saving a few tires but hey it's a start hey before yeah. you know it we'll be racing electric cars and no we won't i don't think we'll ever be doing that but um yeah i mean fair play f1 you do you and us f1 fans will just sit here and critique it all the way so there There's we go <laughs> only two races i don't think did we mention that i don't know oh no i don't think we it. did yeah okay yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's only uh for before everyone it is it's very much a trial and i'm not against them trying things so let's see how it goes and if it I guess they could argue, you know, if it doesn't make too much of a difference, then it's worth doing anyway, because yeah. it's better for their environmental footprint, as you uh, <laughs> would say. Um, oh, but yeah, it's uh, it's worth trialing. Two, two races a year, they're obviously reducing the tyres from 13 sets to 11 sets. Uh, not sure how that's going to go in the race. I guess that would be the interesting side of it, see how it affects the race. They'll do all this and it'll rain that weekend and everyone will be on wet tyres anyway. 100%. You can see it happening now. Guaranteed. (laughs) Well, they'll probably pick the two races. They'll pick like Silverstone and Imola or something and then go, oh, what? It's raining. Yeah. That's crazy. No way. I didn't expect that. Um, But yeah. Also, I don't understand why F1 sometimes when they're trialing things, sometimes they'll do two races and like they'll do three races for the sprint. Like just pick a number. Just go with three. It's a good number. Three, Three is a magic, a magic number. number. <laughs> <Jinx>. <laughs> um, right. Anything else, Tommy, that you would like to discuss in this podcast? Anything you want to get off your chest? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is a safe space. No, I'm looking forward to... I'm just looking forward to seeing the new track. I know it's uh, Miami, obviously. I know people are, are quick to judge and, yeah, it's a bit... It's very cheesy. Not really my thing, but... Uh, New tracks are fun to, especially, you know, when you watch practice, you get to get to see a new track in practice. And that's always interesting. Even practice is interesting for me. Um, I don't know if you heard the last podcast, but um, I, because you were away, but I was saying to Matt that one of the things I enjoyed when I uh, was away, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have to watch practice and uh, it was lovely. (laughs) Lucky you, eh? I know. There wasn't, I don't think there was much even going on in practice, which shock is the story of our lives. But um, yeah, okay. Well, I don't think there's anything else we need to talk about. I'm sure that there'll be some news that breaks this week, probably. I think probably right Neil's now. footage, yeah, it's probably happening right now. It's probably what my phone's pinging off about. It'd be like, blah, 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 it's got COVID or something's happening. But I assume no, both, Neil race dire- sorry, got, both race directors yeah. have recovered, right? Uh, Neil's footage definitely has I think he's testing negative so he'll be there so no Michael Massey um, there was talk that he was actually in Monaco with the Formula E and I was like maybe that's where he's being redistributed but I didn't spot him I did have a look had my Michael Massey detector beep 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 beep, beep going on <laughs> um, but I didn't spot him so uh, but yeah so we have a race director this weekend which is all good and uh, also W Series is back this weekend and as you will know, I love my W series and I'm excited to support that and watch that. So I am in. actually. And this is, I think we mentioned this before that it's on Sky now, isn't it? So, because one yeah. thing I always do is I, I, I miss it because it was on channel four during the post quality yeah. coverage and I'm busy. Whereas now I feel like I can, you know, and, and there's a few new drivers in it that are quite exciting. So hopefully it, it gives, um, Jamie Chadwick a bit of competition because obviously she's been in it for a long time now 
and yeah, since the start, still, and still every there, won every title. So let's hope we get a title fight. 100% record. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Tommy. And uh, we'll be back again for maybe a pre-Miami pod or maybe a mid-first reaction weekend. to the Miami pod. Yeah, maybe first reaction to the circuit or something. After yeah. seeing a bit of running, we'll see. We'll play it by ear and see how the, the news goes. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening in to this audio only podcast. As ever, if you want to get in touch, if you have any questions that you want us to answer for these kind of things, find us on social media, join Team WTF1, where you can be part of our Discord as well and pop in any questions in there and we'll read them out on the podcast. And I uh, hope you have a wonderful week and enjoy the hype around Miami and be sending in some more fake. fake harbour memes because that's what's keeping me going this week (laughs) Um, hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday I know it's all very it's all gone very mellow and calm at the end of this (laughs) hasn't it (laughs) Uh, but yeah I never know how to round these things up so I'll just say see you around peace (laughs) (laughs) what an ending that was